So as I was saying, hello everybody, I'm Alex. I'm the new technology lead at the foundation with which being away on holiday, I'm gonna I'm gonna power us through through this call. We've got a few announcements um, from the agenda. One of them is the grant for the web um, CFP. It's open now, and uh, Chris is here to tell you all about that. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, as, as many of you probably know, uh, we have Grand Field Lab has a new call for proposals uh, live as of last week. Um, it just to give you a few details, and I'm going to ask uh, for a little bit of help if anyone can. Um, the grant opened last week. It's going to run through September 15th. Uh, it is for projects of six months in duration um, for web monetization projects using Interledger protocol and the web monetization API. Uh, the It's similar to our last call for proposals in a few ways. The most important being that it is uh, stratified by financial amounts. So Spark grants up to 15,000, mid-level grants up to 50, and flagships up to 100,000. One important new wrinkle that we have in this call for proposals is we actually have categories. And so people must pick a category to, you know, to, to put their application through. Um, those are, um, the categories are one, web monetization business, content business plans. So for people that have content or content networks or in some way looking to web monetize content, um, how are you going to recruit users? How is this going to feed your business plan? How are you looking to use web monetization in your content's growth and distribution? Uh, second is prototypes, uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, technology builds, code bases, what are things that are going to add to the technolo technological, technological capability of the interledger and web monetization API. There is obviously the cap of $100,000. So these are really scoped as prototypes or uh, MVPs or uh, more targeted or smaller pieces. We will have larger calls for proposals for bigger ideas coming in the fall and into next year. Uh, the third category is uh, research and development. This has been a, a very uh, valuable and vibrant area of our grant making thus far. Uh, funding research projects, uh, funding uh, development, funding white papers, etc. And fourth, which I think we probably all feel uh, the need for, is public education and advocacy. So projects will have to pick one of those categories to apply. Um, we will be having some office hours and some info sessions here as the call for proposals is live. And of course, people can always reach out to Erica or myself for questions. Um, if you go to the grantfortheweb.org website, you can see the big apply button right there, which has all the information and a link to the submittable form. Uh, the blog posts from there also kind of uh, one announced a new call for proposals, which has a sort of more press release style details. And then there is a longer form blog post essay by Erica and myself, just kind of reflecting on what we've learned through the first year of making awards and grants um, that sort of very much influenced the, the direction and, and changes in this current call for proposals. Um, the big peer assist, peer assist ask that I have is that um, we really... You know, the the last call for proposals, we didn't, we, we publicized, but we also weren't quite sure how many people were going to apply. And we were still, you know, kind of building a lot of our systems. And while some of our systems are still in process, we're in a lot more mature 
space. So uh, this time we want to be much more vocal, much more active, being in different communities, joining calls like this, knowing what message boards and community forums to post in or to join and to share. So if any of you all have ideas about where we could post the information, join a, a community call, et cetera, uh, please reach out to Erica or myself or, or Alex or Brianna and just say, hey, I think you should be here. I think you should talk to these folks. This would be a good group to, to get this opportunity in front of. And uh, once I stop talking, I will put some key links into the chat just so that you have them. And maybe we can also post it in the Discord as well. Um, but that's basically it. This is going to be, um, you know, this is pretty much our second big open call for proposals. We'll be having more and we're looking to ramp that up. But um, this is a, a, a pretty big deal. So folks that you know that you've talked to have said, how can I get a grant or when is it opening again or what is going on generally with grant for the web um this is a pretty practical explicit uh call to action so i'm also here to answer any questions if anyone has any um and just wanted to make you all aware that that process is open thank you chris for the thank you chris for the update if anybody has questions chris is here feel free to use the chat um, there's also one of the links, I'm guessing one of the links Chris is going to post as a big Q&A uh, thread in the community, uh, in the womanization community, where you could go and, and ask your questions later on if you don't have any right now. Thank you, Chris, for the for the updates. Uh, we've also got Ben, um, ben in here to give us a little bit of an update about Rafiki. Um, in case you don't know what Rafiki is, I'm pretty sure Ben can uh, enlighten us all about that. Ben? Yeah, so, yeah, just to start with um, with what Rafiki is and uh, why we're building it. So basically, um, you know, on, on the Interledger network right now, we have a, a, a few wallet providers, uh, for instance, Uphold and, and GitHub that people can uh, register wallets with and receive money uh, to a payment pointer. Um, but one of the things that we've um, been hoping to make available in the future is kind of a wider array of, of all the interledger functionality that we've been, been thinking about. So like sending, being able to give people direct access, being able to use uh, newer protocols like open payments. But the development work to, to have that built independently on every Interledger wallet is um, kind of prohibitive right now because, of course, all these companies also have other um, priorities going on. And so the idea with Rafiki is to make it as easy as possible for wallets to join the Interledger network with all the um, latest sort of functionality that we would want, um, that we would expect from an Interledger provider. And so that basically means, um, so Rafiki is, is, a, is an open source uh, piece of software that can be run in a Interledger Wallet's uh, infrastructure and basically provide uh, Interledger accounting. It, it runs a connector and um, accounts for packets, as well as exposing higher level APIs like uh, SPSP allowing uh, the wallet to expose things like payment pointers to their users. So that's that's basically what what Rafiki is, and in terms of the the status of it, we've been working on it since 
um, I think June or, or April, I don't entirely remember, but at the stage that we're at, we've basically built out some of the, um, the functionality that, that underpins Rafiki. So accounting logic to handle ILP packets, which is built on top of uh, Tiger Beetle, which is a really fast um, accounting database that was actually built at Coil. We're also, um, we've also got a, a backend component that exposes uh, APIs allowing currently with the ability to receive money to a payment pointer. And basically where we're at now is connecting those up together to sort of form the first uh, runnable version of Rafiki that, you know, will actually start working with wallet providers to get it um, into their infrastructure, replacing what their current interledger services are um, and using that to expose payment pointers with the idea being that because they'll have this, this standard piece of code in their uh, infrastructure, they can keep updating it as features are added and the functionality on the interledger network will be able to expand much more rapidly. Anybody got any uh, Rafiki questions? Um, thank you, Dan. Janos uh, has uh, raised the hand. Uh, I'm listening <coughs> yes. with the question. Um, it's not completely clear to me, man, that when I looked at the description of Rafiki, it appeared to me that it should be able to do peer-to-peer uh, -peer payment. That, is that correct? Um, could you describe what you mean by peer-to-peer -peer payment? Yeah, so for example, a lump sum peer-to-peer payment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've we've divided the, the functionality that we want in Rafiki into a few phases that can be found um, on the issues page. There's a tab for, for milestones where you basically break it down into pieces of functionality that we're aiming for. So right now, um, if, if you were to look into the code base right now, you'd only see logic for uh, receiving. But there is, the, the next thing we're building after that is going to be, uh, yeah, sort of peer-to-peer -peer sending functionality, the ability to send a, uh, a discrete payment to uh, another, another wallet. And there's actually some development being done on that already. If um, in this payment, is it, would it be needed to have a wallet, let's say, at the current provider? Or how the wallet would be handled in this peer-to-peer -peer configuration, lump sum peer-to-peer -peer payment? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you, so you would basically have, as the sender, you would have an account at the, the sending wallet and Basically, you'd be able to access this this Rafiki API um, either through front end that's been exposed uh, by the wallet or through the API directly if they've uh, granted access to that. And you would just provide the payment pointer of the recipient. So that could be any other wallet on the interlection network. Does that answer your question? Uh, almost. Uh, so the wallet on the interledger network, besides Upward and uh, GitHub, 
where else could be a wallet created on the interledger network? I mean, in terms of wallets that actually are there right now, these are the only two, but I would say, I mean, any, any company that is interested in joining the network could basically run Rafiki and peer to these other instances to, to join. So in theory, it could be, you know, any, any, any wall that, that is interested. Okay. I don't know the road. Probably I will have more questions, but I don't want to hold up the discussions. All right. Thank you. That was, those were really, really good questions. Um, thank you, Ben, for the for the update. Um, moving forward, Ben is gonna Ben is gonna be in this call um, and have a regular update about uh, about Rafiki. Or at least we're gonna have regular updates about Rafiki. If you've got the project that you think would be interesting for this call that builds on on ILP or that uses ILP, uh, please reach out to me and add your uh, your project to the agenda. Um, for the next meeting, so we can have regular updates for all the the projects that kind of touch in the interledger world, like Rafiki being one of the the flagships right now. We're, we're going to keep talking about that. But if you've got something that's in this space, please talk about that. And while we're at the topic of in this space, Adrian actually had a, a little announcement he uh, he wanted to do. So Adrian, um, please talk about your new your new interledger project. Yeah, thanks, Alex. So, so it's kind of building on uh, what Ben said. Um, so there's a, a small group of us uh, from Coil who have actually left Coil recently to um, to form a new business. We're calling it Fainboss, um, although most of our friends in Europe and, and the US call it Finboss. Um, it's spelled F-Y-N-B-O-S. It's it's very early days. We're we're still in the process of putting all of the pieces together on the on the business. Um, but what we want to achieve with this business is to um, solve what I think has been a long-standing challenge in the Interledger community, and that is to provide licensed Interledger infrastructure that people can build on. So, you know, Ben answered the question earlier, like who could run Rafiki? We will run Rafiki. Um, we're not an existing wallet, but we're intending to, you know, partner and get licensing where necessary so that... Um, people who want to build on the Interledger network, build Interledger into, you know, the applications or the services that they're building um, can build on top of uh, what what we provide, the services we provide. So it's still early days. Um, you know, we're, we've got a lot of conversations ongoing with various potential partners, customers, um, and we're hoping that not too far in the future, we can open up our platform to anyone in the Interledger community, come along, open an account, um, or even offer um, accounts to their users that you know can hold value and send and receive payments over Interledger. Um, so that's the that's the goal. Like I say, early days, and and um, uh, we'll we'll sort of keep you updated as we go. Uh, keep this community call updated as we go. Um, I expect, you know, in terms of like providing licensed infrastructure, there's a there's a sort of region by region process we're going to have to go through. Our expectation is probably to um, start in the U.S. and then go from there. Um, work closely with Coil, um, you know, on 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 the U.S. market, and then you know we we see where we go. We're, the team is all based in Cape Town in South Africa. Um, 
and uh, but we'll be looking to expand pretty quickly with with um, we'll need regional offices in jurisdictions where we get licensing so yeah exciting times for us it's day three of being a startup founder first a first for me um, and and as I say we'll we'll keep you up to date on how we go thank you thank you Adrian um Janusz has another question, so I'm going to give it over to him. Adrian, when you talk about licensing, uh, what kind of license are you referring to is not clear to me. That uh, the license from you guys to someone else or the license from Interledger to you guys? Can you please elaborate on it? So one of the challenges that anyone who's wanted to run an Interledger Connect uh, uh, in the past has faced is as soon as they're moving money, they need a license to move money. You need a you need to be a money a licensed money transmitter. And so both of the wallets that are on the Interledger network today, Uphold and GitHub, are licensed. They've they've been through the process of getting licenses. Um, what doesn't exist today is is somebody who can provide the Interledger uh, license uh, a Interledger infrastructure, but is specifically targeting that market. So, you know, Interledger is a part of a, as Ben alluded to, Interledger is a part of a big suite of products that both of those wallets have. So it's very hard, you know, for them to dedicate resources specifically to enabling Interledger use cases. They're doing things like share trading and cryptocurrency trading and, you know, all sorts of other, other stuff. What we want to focus on at Fainboss is specifically Interledger. So, so we see two potential customers initially um one customer will have an account with us that they send and receive into ledger payments from and they um and they you know they treat us just sort of like a payments gateway but specifically for the interledger network another type of customer will build on top of our infrastructure and offer accounts to their customers um, and they won't need to be licensed because they'll be leveraging our licensing. So it would be more of an API-driven thing and a, a platform um, that they're building on. So that's, you know, like I say, this is all very early and, and you know, we have some very specific requirements we want to try and address for, you know, for Coil and for, for some of our immediate um, potential customers and partners. But the goal is to make this you know, something that's available to anyone in the, in the, in the community. Um, take away the, take away the regulatory and, and licensing complexity um, and allow people to just focus on the technology. Adrian, thank you for describing that. We are very interested in that. Is, so if I understand what we want to do is uh, for our clients, we want to offer, okay, so to go to somewhere, get your wallet and, but we would, build the api from our platform to communicate let's say your system so these these client peer-to-peer -peer would be able to make payment is that uh, that's my understanding what you described we should be able to do that is it without us being involved in the licensing uh, correct so correct i i think you know to draw an analogy to what's out there today um, you can go to a lot of places like Stripe or PayPal or Adyen or Molly or anywhere today to sign up and, and be able to build payments into something that you're building for your customers. Except the payment networks that those systems offer are only the card networks. And so 
um, you're limited by the, the, you know, which networks you can use for payments. We want to offer something similar, but where the network that you're able to build on is the Interledger network. Um, so I, I can't say specifically what features we'll roll out first or how it'll work, but that's the sort of in broad strokes, that's the problem we want to solve. We want people to be able to build with Interledger without needing a license themselves. In, <clears throat> what is your timeline? In, uh, <laughs> as fast as as fast as possible. I, it, I mean, licensing is licensing. No, no licensing happens quickly. We have some partners we're talking to in the US that hopefully will enable us to launch that market quite quickly. Um, other regions, uh, you know, we've looked at licensing, for example, in Europe, the, the fastest we expect to be able to be up and running is three to six months. Um, Southeast Asia, Africa, it, they, they all have their nuances and challenges. So, you know, we're a startup business. We, we're going to try and prove the concept first before we go and spend lots and lots of money on, on trying to be a global startup business. Um, so I, I can't say for sure. Like we, we personally, I recognize the value in this business of having a global footprint and, and expanding, you know, across as many jurisdictions as we can as quickly as possible. But we have to balance that with you know, the risk that we just can't find a market for, for what we're building. Uh, and we end up spending lots of money on lawyers and legal fees and licensing and, and never actually make any money out of a product. Well, you are preaching to the choir. <laughs> I, I can feel that very much is um, being in a startup. Now, uh, last one is, so if I understand correctly, you would, let's say if you focus on the US first for the license perspective, that would mean that the clients who would do peer-to-peer -peer payment through your system, both of them would need to be in the US. Is that correct? Not, not, not necessarily. So, you know, there are existing participants in the network. So if somebody were to build on our system, they, for example, might be able to send payments to GitHub and Uphold, or might be able to receive payments from GitHub and Uphold customers. Um, so that's that's not, that's not uh, a, a limitation um it, it may be a limitation of what you can do with our platform but not with the interledger network the interledger network is already international um, oh, I, it would I, I, sorry to interrupt i got that but true but there is um as you described the reason why you are putting your company in place to take away some of the burdens so if we would deal with your company uh, so that we wouldn't need to deal with the licensing in that case, the clients who would use Interledger through your system, if you focus first on the US, do they have to be in the US? If, so that's, if that's likely to be the scenario, yes. Okay. They would be able to use the system from the US. They'd probably be able to send and receive two people outside the US. I see. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Adrian, you've got another question in chat. And the question is, is there any source we can keep following the news about the thin boss? Now, I want <laughs> to say, say this call is going to be your best chance to catch up with Adrian and Finn yeah. Boss. I really for, want for, now, for now, this call, um, you know, we, we, we haven't invested much yet in sort of building out social media or a website or anything like that. It's it's really like I say, it's it's day three, um, so we'll get to that and we'll share those details. But um, certainly for now, this call is probably uh, is probably the ideal forum. 
and and we all you know everyone in 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 Vingos is a, is ex coil employee we were all you know active members of um of the interledger or are active members of the interledger community um we'll continue being maintainers on things like rafiki and tiger beetle which we've been a part of so you know that's the beauty of a lot of this stuff all having been open source from day one the fact that we've left coil actually you know mechanically doesn't change a lot in terms of those projects we'll, we'll keep contributing being part of the community we just we're you know we're coming at it from a fainboss perspective instead of a coil perspective which which i think that that's a really good idea and that's why this calls format is changing slightly um to, to showcase projects like this so uh, let me reiterate again if you've got something that's similar to um to what adrian is talking about or what ben's talking about something that builds on the the interledger uh protocol on or wants to, to work with the intelligent network please reach out to me so we can get it the agenda and uh contribute updates on a regular basis here in the in the call um our last regular update or last scheduled update um if you've been around last week the webinization workshop happened um uchi was driving that and um if you've missed it the um the showcase the replays for the showcase are available on the on the website there was 10 maybe 10 10 of us who had the little update in there it's about an hour and a, and a bit you can see what other people are building with monetization uh in in the showcase there's also been two discussions one led by uh by ben and adrian and the other one uh led by marcos to kind of try to move the web monetization spec um across and have a lot of discussions around that. Some really good things came out of it. The notes are are going to be available somewhere online. If you've missed the uh, if you've missed the um, the discussions though, web monetization has a GitHub repo where everybody can log an issue. So if you'd like to discuss anything about the standard or something that you're you're in the process of, of, of implementing or need help with, the issues on the on the repo are really good for that. So feel free to open up uh, an issue. And Marcos and the W3C um, body are going to move through through some of those in the process of getting the spec um, into a new draft form. And with that, feels like those were all the uh, the items on the on the agenda. If anybody else has something, um, now would be a good time to, to share with the rest of the community. Actually, Alex, a question. Sorry to jump in. The the Wikipedia link. I don't think that relates to uh adrian's new company it shows flowers oh. yeah that's the name of the new company and that's why Correct. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> that's not the company but that's that's where the name comes from so right. the area the, the, the area we're in, in in cape town that's the um that's the plant kingdom around here and it's it's quite unique to the area so we we're we're celebrating our heritage <laughs> calling nice. the company fame fame and it's and it's a cool name, nice and short, unusual, um, and 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 everybody outside of South Africa calls us Finn Boss, so we like that. <laughs> okay, in that case, thank you everybody for joining. We're gonna cut it short today, half an hour. Um, I'll see you all in two weeks from now, and um, the uh, Thanks, the meeting invite is gonna go early on. We're gonna keep the same format. Please feel free to add your your items to the next agenda. Thank you so much for joining. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks, Alex. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Thanks. Alex. Bye.